This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a vegan meal home delivery service that is nutritious and delicious and makes your life easier. Based out of New Jersey, they deliver throughout the Northeast. Check out more details on their website, tryveganmealprep.com. And you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code LITYOGA. So go vegan. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's motivation is about resetting in nature. If you've listened to my podcast before, you know I talk a lot about the importance of getting in nature and how it just makes us feel so much better and calmer. And I have a special guest today. He's making a repeat appearance. I think that's what you say. My husband, Mark Hyman. Hello, my dear. So Mark and I were talking about the importance of nature and how it really offers such a reset. And he has had a personal experience that he's going to tell us about. And maybe when you talk about it, you can reference how people can um, do a similar type of expedition, but maybe not for as long as you went. So why don't you tell everybody how you reset in nature, how and how it how you felt going in, and then how you felt coming out. So I did a, a week on the Appalachian Trail in the smoke. I did the Smokies from Davenport Gap, I guess, is at the top to. Oh, what's the South? It begins in F. Something damn. Uh, anyway, it's the whole Smokies. That F it's, and damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's about 70, 72, 75, something like that miles uh, that we did um, with my my cousin who's who's section hiking, meaning that he's, he's over 50 years. I did, back in 1987, I did the presidential range in New Hampshire with him, and he's been doing it for a long time. So, and he's finishing up. And so I did this one section with him for yeah a little bit under a week. 
And I just, all the stresses that I had, I knew that this has always been our experience uh, when we do these hikes, but it, you sometimes still can forget how important it is to get away from all your daily stresses and how even if you want to, as long as you're in that environment, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to to, to, to tune out some of those, your daily stresses that are really not important in, in the scheme of things as far as life uh, until you get away from it. And sometimes we just need, we need actually that actual physical distance, the movement. So, you know, we live up here in New Jersey. I went down to North Carolina, Tennessee for this. And it's not about mileage. It's not about age. It's not about the shape you're in because you could get the same experience whether you're out doing five miles or doing 20 miles. It's it's more about, the, I think time is the key. My cousin and his friend are both nearing 70 years old and it was probably just as valuable for them as retirees or near ones, cousins uh, getting close to retiring uh, as it is for me just to to that that reset. So uh, I knew what that it was going to have that impact, so I wasn't surprised. But the amount of unloading I was able to do from just being out was really profound. What do you think it is about nature? And and obviously, a lot of us get out in nature often, maybe once a day or a few times a week, and it's wonderful. And there is something very refreshing about it. But what in particular? What are some of the things that? What is different about going for? even a weekend or two days, you went five or six days Yeah, it was versus six days just of hiking. going out yeah. for an hour or two. It's you, there's not a reset. And I, I mean, even sometimes if I'm taking Orlando for a walk, I actually have my phone and I could, I feel dirty <laughs> when I'm doing it, but I pull out my phone and I'm checking things because I can, because I'm still in the mindset. I haven't really disengaged. And even though I know I shouldn't be, I should just be in the moment and be on a walk with my dog. It's just so hard to do because I know in an hour I'm coming back and I'm going to have to respond to emails or texts or clients or whatever. So I sort of feel rather than completely disengaging, I sort of feel, oh, you know what? I could save a little time if I, I could just do it now. And then I don't have to deal with it. I have this, this moment and it's really hard even knowing that I should. So it's important if you're going to, to get actually the benefit. I think you need, just like when you go on vacation, if you go on a, just an afternoon vacation, it's really hard. And staycations can be great. You know, if, if that's financially that what you have, but if you to, to actually move, just like, you know, it's important if you want to, to, you have to like change your focus or the direction that's really important for our brains. I think just getting out for several days to be able to do it again, it's not the distance, uh, but just getting away from where you are and getting, making it to a, a place where you're not going to be interrupted either because you choose and you just say, I'm my cell, I'm not in cellular range, even if you are, if you just have that shut off. So you're not getting those inputs. I was going to say it really helps if you do go somewhere where there isn't cell service, because it's almost like the toys are taken away and then yeah. you can really, um, you don't have that choice. But I think even if you're not sure if there is some cell service, sometimes you just, just making the off. choice to, to shut it off. And um, I, I know that for all of us, probably especially women, men too. I mean, for any reason, you want to have that safety feature that you have your phone if you need to reach someone. 
But I think if we can go in nature and then and truly unplug, then it just becomes about getting from where you are to the next stage. And, you know, there's been so many books about, you know, walk in the woods, um, long walks and how healing it is. And, and what does it feel like? I mean, I know what it feels like, but what did this time feel like? You were away. You, we have a lot going on in our lives right now. I know you have a lot of stress. We're, we're um, a doing wife. a we're, Yeah, you have a wife who's <laughs> just a crazy woman. <laughs> um, but, you know, just like everyone, we have uh, uh, different demands placed upon us. So what did it feel like just getting out and moving your body and, and, and walking and being in the woods? And yeah. So I think that it's a reminder of what's important and what's not important in the scheme of things. And when you're, when you're on a hike, especially a multi-day hike, the only things that are really important are shelter and food. The, the things that are really, without those, you could have real problems. The other stuff is all, there are stresses that are more self-induced. You, you could hike. You don't need a lot of money to go hiking. You know, you might need to get some of the equipment at the beginning, but then it's, it's a fairly cheap way to, uh, to go hike and camp and, and walk. Uh, it's, it's just a great way to sort of disengage from those stresses that we put on ourselves. And you could sometimes bring back, it still can be tough as soon as you get, get back which we could talk about how difficult it was coming back from it. That's the, the tough part is coming back from that. And then you have the, everything, all those expectations are still there for you. But for those, those times when you're, when you're out and it, so what you get, so you, you get a, a re affirmation about what's important. It's a rejuvenation, uh, of that, that you could have it's the simple joys in life. And, it's also the communication that, yes, I'm not communicating with people on social media, but the people I was with, the level of, of communication is, is, is sort of undivided in the stories. It goes back to the old times of storytelling was not about sitting in front of Netflix and watching someone have a produced story for you. It's about talking to someone, yes, one in front of the other, but you're still communicating and there's something really wonderful just about the simplicity of that. Mm, I like that because it's like you said simplicity several times. And I think that's the key for reset is that dialing back into what is what really fuels us as humans. And that is being in nature, um, feeling the elements. I think there's something very humbling about being in nature anyway, because you're not, you're not in your house, you know, you're in the, the house of the world and you aren't in control of pretty much anything except walking, you know, like you guys had rain. Yeah. That, it's a, you that's, know, that's a key is storm. realizing yeah. that we are ultimately not in control. Half the time, first couple of days were beautiful. Rest of the days we, we had some rain or lots of rain and you know, it's what you make of it. Right. So that could be frustrating and cold and wet and, but it could also be wonderful. It's just, just to, to surrender to, Hey, this is where I'm still, I could still do the same things that I was, uh, doing, which is just getting from here to there. And there's just joy in, in sort of succumbing to, to that and allowing yourself just to be in the moment with regardless of whatever's thrown at you. Um, so, and, and then the other piece of it, I, I think, and you definitely can go off on your own. And I did. So we were, there are definitely times when I would go ahead because I tend to have a quicker motor. So I would do parts on my own and then parts together. 
and there's great there's I really enjoyed the parts where I could have my my solitude, but I also very much enjoyed the time it was with my cousin and uh, his friend or all the people that we met along the way because you you get to appreciate when you're out there there's there's just a a bond with the other people who are out there who are experienced this uh, what you are, and there's a kindness uh, in general to the people that you're meeting we had people give us rides at different hitched uh, into town, drive us 15 miles in one direction, uh, taking us out of their way to go pick up a canister for fuel, drive me all the way to Knoxville, met families um, there. And it's yeah, just I think people really who choose that. a similar way to spend their time and, and, and their energy are going to have that common bond. And, you know, people that want to spend time in nature there's an affinity there that that when you can you kind of get versus like hey we all want to go into a movie theater together. There's nothing wrong right. with that, but it's very different. You're gonna you're really getting down to a, a specific group of people who want to spend time in nature, who want to camp, and you know. Right. So let's talk a little about well, camping because but, um, before um, before just with his people, it just reminded me. I mean, imagine being in a town or a city and just passing people that you don't know and just striking up conversations, which is fairly normal when you're hiking on a trail like an Appalachian Trail. You would, we and just would say, pass hey, people. do you, hey, it's do like, you hey, need where anything? are you coming or from? Right. You so, yeah. And you just have, where did you come from? Where are you going to? And it's just fairly normal and wonderful to be having strangers and, and you hear little bits of stories or people giving you guidance or information and things that we just tend to have our heads into our phone or, or down or don't feel comfortable with that. Or we're just in a hurry. In a hurry. Yeah. But, and so we pass some of like the, what's truly important, which is the communicating and people and relationships. And they can be small relationships, just quick relationships, but that provides a lot of the energy and rejuvenation and the communication, which we've all been lacking so much the last year or two is this, this time and this face-to-face communication and hey it's outside so it's uh, it's safer there anyway so yes um so these are all amazing points but let's say someone is like oh this sounds like a great idea mark and lara but i really don't like camping and so i've heard that and i would say that there are probably people who were more predisposed to liking it maybe they did it as children or they just have kind of more of an adventure spirit they yeah and then there's some who don't. I think there's a lot of people. It's just different. It seems like your, you know, your safety and your your external environment has been taken away and right. you're in this tent and it's not going to be comfortable. But I would really encourage anyone who doesn't think they would like it to give it a try. Say you've already given it a try and you're like, no thanks. Give it another try. And like you said, Mark, when when it started raining, like have a different mindset. Like you're in a tent, you're you're sleeping in the woods, you're sleeping outside. Like there is something super magical about that. And it can be very inexpensive. It can be safe depending on, you know, where you go and who you do it with. And it is part of the reset because there's something about getting outside of your comfort zone, even if it doesn't feel like it's a lot of a comfort zone. Like for you, you're you're fine with it. But there is something about just getting a little bit outside of your comfort zone that is also a reset because I think it helps you reestablish ideas of what is fun, what is rejuvenating, what is possible, and how you might want to spend your time. And there's also the the there's a part of it that it it can be challenging. And there's something great about 
meeting a challenge and different people at different, just climbing up a mountain might be, that itself might be challenging. Sleeping in a tent might be challenge, challenging. I just recommend don't bring mirrors because <laughs> you don't want to probably see how you, but everyone else who's out there, it's like, you, you know, you're not showering for a couple of days. So we did. But on that note, can I just say something? Yeah. I was just talking to somebody the other day about how women, and I guess men too, but women have been definitely put into this kind of box of how you 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 should look us you should look this part and then at a certain age women become invisible because they no longer have the kind of beautiful young skin and curves and all of that and we were discussing how it would be really easy if we just like didn't have a mirror around or or lived on an island because actually if you don't have those reminders of what is expected from society you're so much more comfortable in your skin so there's I think there's a, and I know when we biked cross country, I, we did that for three months. I, I never looked, I barely ever looked in a mirror. Like yeah. it's just actually talk about a reset. That's really resetting. Just, it's not, not caring about what you lo- look like. It's just not caring about what other people might care you look like, right. you know? You and just, there's something that's so much more, so much sexier about someone who's just comfortable but this is who I am right now. That's and why you like me, honey. I'm just so yeah. low. Well, you yeah, know that. Low it's low maintenance for me. I like. He did not want a high. He did not want a high maintenance woman. No. And, but but just be, being out there, someone who loves being who it, there's joy in just the simple treasures of that. And yeah, so I would I would say um, stretch yourself. And but you could also you could do these hikes like my cousin. A lot of them I wanted this particular section because we were going to be doing. You have to do camping. Um, you certainly could do hikes and then end the days in a hotel, it sort of loses a little bit, I think. We did that one day. So we had two days camping. Then the middle day, we we had to get supplies and we were we went into like an Econo Lodge and then two more days. And then, so two days camping, one day in Econo Lodge, two days camping, and then one day. And it's it sort of, you definitely appreciate the the creature comforts of a bed and stuff when, when you don't have it. Hot shower, and, yeah. And, well, really, it's more the bed. Having yeah. a hot shower is... Is nice when, it, when it's cold, but it's really just having a bed as opposed to um, uh, some of these other, some whether it's a, a tent or on the ground or in a lean-to. But I would recommend if you're going to do it, try and find something. It's okay to have some of the creature comforts out there so you're at least comfortable. Like I found like when we were uh, biking, I was okay in a tent on some on the ground, and that was that I didn't wasn't in pain. Now on these, I was actually in more pain in my back sleeping in like those lean twos that are in the Smokies. You have to be in certain areas in the Smokies and they have these lean twos. So you're under shelter and stuff. Then, then that was more painful than actually the carrying the the packs on my back uh, to do it. But there are people who, plenty of people who do it in hammocks. They have the camping uh, hammocks. And I'm thinking that I'm going to try that because that might be a lot of people find that more comfortable. Uh, you don't have to worry about finding level ground. So, hey, d- try a, a night or two and, and get make sure you have the gear that 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 works for you. Try that close to home, so when you go, you know you have the right right stuff. But it could be the food's gotten better for camping food for um, that you just have to add water to. Some of it is it's just those those simple things of what you carry. Everything that you need, you have on your back. That's pretty cool. Mm, it's really powerful. So I think in summary, I think the reset is really the simplicity, the discovery, and just, yeah, resetting our our vision, both internal and external, like literal vision, but also vision maybe 
for what we think we can do, for what, uh, you know, just shaking things up. And what are like three tips you would say to people who are brand new and are like, this sounds incredible. Mark is really enticing me to take Mm. a two-day trip, but I don't have anything. Like, what are some things to make it really super inexpensive or as, you know, very, because this is really inexpensive. And before he gives us the three tips, the other thing I will add is we must move our bodies and to move your body to literally take yourself from point A to point B is so powerful. And if you feel like there's no way I can do it, bite off a smaller chunk, get a walking stick. Those are amazing. Or two little walking poles. Walking is something we've been doing throughout the you know millennia of you know, since human civilization. We are made to walk and we can't. So don't even if you haven't walked a lot of mileage, know that you can. And there's something about the experience of, like you said, carrying what you need, walking, being in nature is very humbling and very powerful and empowering and um, quite holy. And what you were saying with the the vision, uh, you mentioned something about- um, Changing your internal and and external, yeah. The actual, the beauty that you're surrounded, being away from the noise of of cars just going by, just being out there and seeing a handful of people, uh, it sort of brings you back and bringing going back to nature and away from not only your computers and cell phones, but all sorts of uh, modern technology. That it's just you get to enjoy hearing the sounds of of other animals that are that are moving, or the quiet when there's. There's not that, or the sound of, of raindrops. Raindrops. You get to appreciate some of those sounds and and sights that we just don't take in. Yes, because it's like a reboot on our nervous system. Because in daily life, even if you aren't leaving your home that much, you can be busy, busy, busy in your head with sight, smell, sounds, distractions the entire day. Like even if you're not going out and working, like you can, we don't realize, I don't think how much we are bombarded with in terms of sensorial overload. And a lot of that is technology, but it's also just the, just our heads going about like the to-do list and we got to do this. And, and just to be in a place where the, your senses become awakened. It is like actually like one of those old school computers, you just shut it down. It's like reboot. And it's, clearing and clarifying. And that's why you felt so calm and grounded. Mm-hmm. All right. So back to the, what are some tips for the newbies out there? Because we would love to hear from you all. Please write us at support at lityoga.com and accept this challenge in, in with open arms and know that we're cheering for you a bit, but really accept it and, and see if you can, no matter what season it is, see if you can take a day or two and do a little outdoor reset. Yeah. I, I think where we were going to at some point, uh, have run some some tours to do things like this w- w- with people to who people who might not be comfortable on their own. But even before you you come on a on something with us, uh, just f- I would say one thing is if you could find someone else who has some experience. People who do love to bring others in like that. We wanted to have this this conversation. So if you say, "Hey, I'm a newbie." You know, if you're going away for a couple of days and start small, start for a couple of days. Uh, you mind if I join you? You know, to me, like I have some people who want to do some hikes with me. I'm going to start. This sort of inspired me. I'm going to do, I've done now like 10, 11 days on the AT. And I, so now I'm going to officially do the whole, I'm going to do the section AT hike. The AT stands for the Appalachian, Appalachian Trail. Trail so. And for those of you who are listening who are not from the United States, Appalachian Trail runs 
Maine from, to Georgia. From south to north, the like if or you just north, south yeah, uh, it's, it's two hundred and but, some two thousand plus like twenty one hundred, twenty two hundred uh, from Maine to to Georgia, Georgia to Maine. Uh, it's great. It's a, a great great trail. So uh, and there are lots of other trails depending on on where you are, but. Go with other people that you know. Try and make it at least two to three days as a, a start. And if you are in the U.S., I'm a big fan of REI because REI, like I used this pack that I had gotten. It didn't quite, the pack I used, I was like, ah, it's a little, it doesn't quite work for me. You have a year in any shape. If you've, if you've gotten it within the year, you could try something out and be like, it's much better than even if you think you got a better deal on Amazon. Uh, REI, you have a year to try pretty much anything out and you could return it and be like, nah, that one's not right. Or this sleeping bag's not right. They take it, no questions asked. So, Amazing. Uh, it's great customer service uh, for that. Try something in advance maybe in the backyard for the camping part or for like an afternoon hike just to get to get the equipment that you think was going to work for you. Definitely try opening up the tent before you yeah, Or go. a hammock if you if you, or, if you like. Yeah, you whatever you're that. doing, you want to try it out so that when you're tired and it might be near nightfall or whatever, that you're not trying to figure out how to open up a tent. <laughs> It'll also help you uh, don't overpack uh, and it's going to help you pack for vacations. Amen. Once you do that, uh, you do not need a lot. I had for this, for it was a week, I had three pairs of socks. I had, I think, two or three underwear, two or three very light shirts, one top, pair of shorts, pair of longer pants, little rain gear, very light because I could like self-wash. Uh, I could I could just wash things out or have things hang in the back the pack. the The more you the more you pack, the more you have to carry. So it does teach you how to pack light, and that just the, saving weight on your back is uh, that's really great and really really helpful, and it'll make you enjoy the experience more. I like that advice. So everyone, we're challenging you to you know even if it's not in the next couple of weeks or month, but plan out um, because everybody needs this reset. It is really recalibrating for the nervous system. I think there's so many reasons, but one of the greatest reasons I think is it also really helps you reassess what you, what you need and what you, and then it also brings you back to what you really value. So, and we don't have money for it. It's, it's the cheapest way to take a vacation yeah. business and a much better vacation than staying than a and staycation. And it's moving, so you, you know I'm all about it. And yeah. you have to get away. There's no, there's nothing stopping you financially from just getting, you know, you could even do it with a backpack and find find a way, way to do it. Uh, you could go for a long time on very little money and the kindness of, it's called trail magic when other people help you. But they, they, mm. they call it trail magic because people will be there when you need it. Uh, you'll get the help that, that you need. So bring some magic into your life uh, by treating yourself right and uh, taking care of yourself because that's how we take care of others. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't really say much after that except spread the magic. And thank you so much, honey, for being on here and um, inspiring me. You are um, my biggest inspiration for sure. That's what everyone says, yes. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I would add is make sure that whoever you take or whoever brings you is very entertaining. My husband is very entertaining. And we, when we've hiked before, we hike in, we hike in silence, but we also sing and we uh, tell stories, make up stories, but he'll he'll tell, you know, Shakespeare plays. I mean, just you want to go with somebody who's, um, you can bond with, they don't necessarily need to be your best friend, but that you want to feel like that you have this similarity and this um, kind of zest for, for adventure, for sure. 
Thank you so much. And thank you all. And we, we would love to hear from you. So do you accept this reset challenge for going out and doing a little hiking and not just day hiking, but actually camping out a night or two, maybe five nights like Mark, maybe, you know, whatever, how many days we've done. Uh, we, we camped out for three months when we biked cross country. And there is something, wow, really resetting about that. So thanks everybody. And as always, I'm pulling for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.